Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stacey and Sean, Good for the Soul. I am Sean. I'm here with my good pal, soul worker, Stacey Renee. Hello, Stacey. What's crack and Sean? I have missed you so much. No, no. Oh, my goodness. It has been a, a few days, you know, maybe a little bit longer than that. It's been a minute. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're back with epic. What? Wow. With epic. Wow. <laughs> I know it's been so long I can't speak, but you know what? We both had a much needed rest and rejuvenation over our a little few hiatus, days, yes, indeed. Uh, which was awesome. So, I mean, Stacey, let's start with you. Uh, you did some crazy stuff. I'm, I'm gonna. Ooh, me no. What? You didn't pack for a big move that's coming up, and you know, no. But you no. did a lot of other things. So tell the quack quack what you did because I already know and I think you're nuts. Yeah, well, you know, I'm random. And anybody who knows me knows me knows how random I can be. I'm that girl who will and has woken up in the morning and said, let's go to Chattanooga the same day. And it's fine. We'll be there by seven o'clock tonight. It'll be okay. Yeah. No. Mind you, just so everyone knows, I don't even like to drive 15 minutes anywhere. (laughs) Don't even get us started. We have so so much to catch up on. This is going to be a longer podcast than normal because we have so much to catch up on with all of this. So my goofiness and all of myself. So daughter Emily calls and, you know, we're chatting and she's just like, I miss you. I really miss you. Those are the words that every mom wants to hear. Boom. That is this girl in her car driving 13 hours, mind you. And I have managed now. Are you guys ready? I don't know who's heard of Bucky's and who hasn't heard of Bucky's. If you have not heard of Bucky's, it is if Home Goods and Cracker Barrel and Wawa had a baby and created this mega superstore gas station with all this magical stuff. And it smells good because there's food galore and Literally, it's just the most magical gas station ever. They have like a hundred pumps. Like, I don't even know why anyone needs that many gas pumps. No, but it's so cool. Yeah. You don't even need the gas pumps because the food is so good. Yes, literally. It's ridiculous. Like, why are It's an experience. No, it's, it's legit an experience. And so- I timed it. I always have a thing where I'll leave here. I get gas, you know, obviously leaving here. And then I always stop in Lake City because it's like my dad's area and stuff. And then I was able to get to every Bucky's between here and Ohio because <laughs> oh I drove God. to Cincinnati to go see daughter Emily. And <laughs> I didn't have to stop anywhere else for food, for nothing. It was literally Bucky's all the way. And so. I didn't have to worry about, I literally, it saved me time. It saved me money. My gas was cheaper. My food was cheaper. Everything. It, it was a one-stop shop. It was True. perfect. It, it was it's, perfect. It's so good. I, I, I can't even. It's literally. Everyone's like, oh, how did you get to Cincinnati in less than 16 hours? Uh, Bucky's. And to make it even better. So I left here. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. And yes. Nuts. You know how I roll, but I don't sleep anyways, so it's fine. So I was on the road by 345 and I hit the Georgia, Florida, Georgia line, gosh, by six, 615. 
I mean, I made some good timing and I was in Atlanta by 1030 and I hit Lexington by five. And then between Lexington and Cincinnati, I may or may not have driven through a tornado. Okay. So I, I just want to pause you one second before you tell the story. So Quack Quack, I was shopping, right? So funny part of the story, you know, my, my family is from Cincinnati, but they had come here. So yes, I was going to say, let's not forget this part too. Like Sean's family, who I have not met at the time, I was so excited because I knew they were coming down to Florida, but didn't know exactly when. And they came the day I left, correct? Yeah, correct. It was literally like you, you pass each other on the highway. So back, back, I'm in the store, right? Getting provisions with my mother, right? And we're going through the things and Stacy calls, which isn't abnormal, but I had already talked to her that day. So I was like, huh, well, let me answer. Cause I knew she was driving and I thought, well, maybe she's made it to Cincinnati and, you know, she was going somewhere that we talked about or whatever it was. And she says, Sean, you know, I was driving and I started smelling earth, like trees and soil. And I heard these loud noises and everybody was like pulling over under overpasses. overpasses. And, and I, I was just, I didn't know what was going on. I was just driving. And I was like, oh, Stacey, what you, want? you the sirens. <laughs> I was like, Stacey, what are you, what now? Okay. Now for every quack pack member who's not in Florida, Florida doesn't have sirens like that. We so, don't. So in her defense, she didn't know what they were, you know, Florida girl. Um, but I was like, Stacy, what are you, what, like, did you fly away? Were you the twister? Was it the cow? I was watching trees falling down in the interstate. And I'm just sitting here going, okay, rough afternoon thunderstorm. You live in Florida. We go through hurricanes all the time. It's nothing we don't normally see. So it didn't phase me until I realized, and didn't you go on the radar and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what's happening there? You crazy lady. You need to pull over. Like you are going yeah, to no, no way. Nope. And then now I understand though, because this is the other thing that Florida drivers hate. Love you guys. But if you're not from this area, we don't do this the way you do it. People will put on their emergency signals and it's the most annoying thing in the entire world because there's no emergency, right? Now I understand why they do it because of that kind of weather. So you yeah. can see what's in front of you because if you don't, it's blinding. Like it's just gone. You don't see anything. So yeah, that's surprised me a lot but it was cool it was an experience i mean it was definitely an experience and it's like oh. the sky turned black and i mean we have tornadoes here all the time i mean florida is number three in the country for tornadoes but we don't have tornadoes so funny. And the best part is we should have known that this was alluding to the rest of your trip of course of course <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> Drive through a tornado and think everything's gonna be fine. Right. There's nothing wrong. No, in Stacy's life, nothing goes smoothly, but it's fine because it adds more to a character of a story. Story was cut. I mean, seriously, got to see daughter Emily, got to see granddaughter Natty. Yeah, it was phenomenal, and we had an amazing time and much needed daughter mom time. Much needed. I just wanted to hug her just to touch her. And like, I brought them, you know, I got to bring Mimi presents and I gave Natty a big elephant, like a cushy, pushy, smushy elephant that rattles and, you know, got to be Mimi for a little while. And that was yeah. fun. And I got to give her her first tastes of like 
whipped cream and ice cream and got to spoil her. So that was fun. I and loved I got to give her that first so pieces much. of chocolate. Yes, it was so, so cool. Emily showed me a plate, a pizza place, God forbid if I remember the name of it. And it was very insightful. And then there was a burger joint that we went to called Milkman's. Nice. And it was like a vibe. It was so good. They had the best burgers I've ever had. And it was definitely Cincinnati, Sean. Like, it's a vibe. Yeah, there is some cool stuff happening there. I was really shocked. Like, I really enjoyed being there. It was a cute city. I mean, and it was interesting because it was one of the only cities I've ever been to where it literally had everything from the really cool crime to the really sweet homes that were like neighborhood, as if you would see a storybook. There's there's everything in Cincinnati. It's really Literally, yeah. Uh, I highly recommend everyone going, clearly, for a lot of reasons, but I clearly highly recommend it because it's an awesome place. It's got to be incredible during the fall with the mountains and all of that stuff. Because you guys, we live in Florida and Sean, you're from there. But down here, we don't see fall. Our our no. colors and everything like that change in February to January when the sun starts to change here a little bit. And... I was really excited just to be there because the sun's already starting to change up there because it's more up north and it looked like late August up there versus what it, it could was, have been. It's gorgeous, right? Cincinnati really is gorgeous. So, you know, I know you, you spent some time up there, you got to hang out with them and then you, you know, made the drive back because again, because you're a crazy woman. Uh, yes. What else have you done? I also decided to drive to Daytona randomly with husband Max and the kids. And that was a fun filled (laughs) last second trip. Didn't it it was the day that you went up to, you went to, where did you go? Minnesota? I left. I went to Minnesota. Um, I don't know if anyone here has ever been to Minnesota or maybe you're a Minnesota listener, but wow. I spent the weekend in Minneapolis and I had such a great time. I went with my person and I had never been before and he'd never been before either. And you know, here's the, here's the tea. He went earlier than I did because he went to go hike and canoe. And he was like Pocahontas. He canoed down the river. And well, then I, well, well, no, we, we have to pause for a second because not only do you not drive, Sean, what else do you oh, not I, do, Sean? You know, here's the thing. I will hike. I just don't <laughs> love it. Right. I, How's the canoeing? Isn't made for me. <laughs> canoeing is definitely not made for me, especially when he canoed, then hiked and canoed again in the same day. Those are things that I just don't need to do. So instead, I stayed in sunny Florida and went up afterward um, and had a lovely weekend not hiking or canoeing, but seeing some great places, some awesome history, gorgeous Mississippi River, had some awesome food. And so I highly recommend if you've not been to Minneapolis, you need to go, right? So I was going to say, I've been on the radio, apparently. I'm really popular over in Minnesota and Minneapolis. A lot of people have come from, a lot of my clients live there. A oh, lot. That's awesome. I've been mentioned yeah. on the radio over there a few times. And oh, cool. hey, what did we do right before you left for Minnesota? Well, right. What, that's what, what I was. What do. was a special thing that we got to do, Sean? We had this an was a awesome very big day. thing. It was. We, we actually got to meet and have dinner. Uh, Stacey brought her family. So Max and the kids and the boys came over. 
And then my family was already in town. So everyone got to meet, which was great. We had a really lovely time at this little Italian steakhouse uh, here in Orlando. And luckily they must have known because they sat us in our own little private room. It was so Uh, cool. It was perfect (laughs) because clearly we were loud and we were all, you know, talking over each other because most of these people, it was the first time they had met, right? I've met Stacey's family. Stacey had met me, um, but that was it. So my whole yes. family had spoken to Stacy on the phone and clearly they're, they're quack pack members. Thanks for listening. Um, but they had never met. So it was really one of those interesting moments where everyone kind of sort of knows each other, but doesn't actually know each other. So know each other. Was Stacy? we sat down and she looks at me and she was like, they look just like I thought they would. And of course, yes! of course, I mean, clearly we all know that. Um, but it was a really cute moment. Um, afterward, I asked um, my family if what they thought. And they were like, you know, I didn't really know what Stacey was going to look like. And I was like, you're on my Instagram. You haven't seen our pictures. Um, but they <laughs> said the same thing, right? Clearly, they're, they're great family members supporting the pod. And um, But um, they, they said the same thing. So it was a really great moment. Um, Having dinner with Max and the boys, and clearly, you know, Stacey and I talk all the time, so that doesn't help, but it was but really it was a great. So natural. I mean, I was really impressed and really excited with the fact that it was so natural. Like, it was as if we'd all had a thousand dinners together before. Like, everybody got along, everybody had something to talk about. The boys, thank God, behaved. Your mom <laughs> is like the the best human being I've ever met, and like she's so much love. I love her she's so a, much. She's a child whisperer for sure, but yes. it was so great. You know, we got to have some time together, which Stacey and I don't get to do often. Um, no, but and Sean doesn't drive, so he doesn't come here. No, <laughs> here's the thing: I do drive. It's just such a long drive. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I, I it's fine. I committed to going again. So I will drive. I have witnesses too, by the way. And I told her in her new house, I will drive there and we can hang out in her new house together because I'm not going to drive all the way there and have her, you know, feel bad that she has to pack or that, you know, things are in. That my house is not going to be a tent. And I've been telling a lot of session, a lot of people with my sessions that I would normally be doing in person that, you know, Hey, right now in person sessions aren't ideal because I'm literally looking at a long ginormous pile of boxes because my house is in shambles right now because it's being packed away because we're moving in two weeks. Yeah. Well, so, you know what? I understand. I've, I've been through that. So I'm with you. So it was a great, you know, we had a great time. You know, clearly you went to Bucky's again. That's the reason everyone I did. Went to that do- was one of the, the random things of we did. It was literally a week after I'd gone to Cincinnati and husband and I were in the drive through at Dunkin D's and we're getting our coffee. And all of a sudden I got this whimsical feeling. No, it was Friday. I apologize. After we had seen you guys and literally in the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts, I'm like, I want to go to Bucky's. And he's like, you were just at Bucky's. And I was like, I know, but I wasn't with you and I wasn't with the boys. And they had these amazing burritos. So y'all, it's like this chicken burrito and it's just freaking amazing. And I was craving it and I wanted to have the burrito. So my husband's looking at me going, there's absolutely no way. And I'm like, it's three hours. We can get the kids out. I'm like, I don't have any sessions. Let's go. And husband was like, no. So 
we get to the window, the drive through and I asked the girl, I'm like, would you go if you had the opportunity? And she goes, yes. I'm like, okay, well, she said yes, so we're leaving. So we got the boys in the car, and we left. And we went to Daytona, and we went to Bucky's, And that officially, and then because Daytona is only an hour drive from St. Augustine, so we might as well drive to St. Augustine, because why not? Drove to St. Augustine. Right. It's a Friday, you know, come on. So it was phenomenal because we love St. Augustine as a family. Um, and daughter Emily got married there. We had a whole week there last summer for her wedding. And so it's nice. just a really happy place for our family. So we did St. Augustine and then um, we did Bucky's. And I officially hit every Bucky's now and within that week between here and Ohio. (laughs) It's okay. I, you know, it's the small things that make me happiest, but I was able the the boys got a picture with Bucky. I will have to post it so you guys can see it. I saw it. It's adorable. It's so cute. So that was like our little happy week. I mean, it's been interesting. Sadly, we, we have had a death in the family. And this is one of those things like Sean, you and I, we, we have a soft spot for this kind of thing. And it's, it's a grandma thing. I mean, when we lose our grandmothers, like they, it's a big deal, especially when it's like your mom's mom and stuff like that. It's, Mm -hmm. it hits different. And losing any family member is difficult, of course, but you know, losing someone that you're very close with, especially you know, uh, when you're when you're younger, even older, right? It doesn't really matter, I suppose, how old you are. But those things are so impactful, right? Your time with your grandparents. I have great memories with all of my grandparents. Yeah. So I, I can't even say, gosh, this is this is crazy, but it really is because there's so many great things that you remember, or times like that. And when I lost my maternal grandmother, it, it was a difficult time, right? It was a difficult time for a lot of people. Uh, but at the same point, I knew it was time, right? And I think that's the difference at this point with, you know, with you all losing um, this person, this grandmother, is that it, we didn't really know it was coming, right? And I think that makes it more difficult. It does. You're not, you're not really ready. And even if you are ready, you don't really know that you're ready. So it, it's a rough time for sure. It's a rough situation. And it's one of those things of like, it was weird because... Wednesday, I got to go into a radio station, a hot 101.5 in Tampa Bay and play co-host for the morning. And that was an experience. Go back and listen. Super exciting. You have to go back and listen. That was like one of the coolest experiences I've ever got to do. And I got to do that with Scotty. And so thank you, Scotty. And then I stayed and then we did our podcast together. And Scotty and I talked a lot about past lives and it was really cool. It was just a really, really good podcast. And then Thursday, it was Max and I got to go to the doctors and McDreamy, which is a surgeon that we love and adore. Um, he's a general surgeon and he's down in Pasadena, Florida. And we call him McDream- Dr. McDreamy because he's just a doll. He is a dream. And we found out Max has to have surgery for a hernia repair. So that's coming up for us right after the move. And within the, 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 what, two hours or so after finding all this out, then we found out that Max's grandmother, who was 96, passed away. And we call her Gia. And what was interesting about Gia is, yes, she was 96, but we didn't know, like, 
she was even like anything was wrong. Like, do you know what I'm right. saying? That's, that's so, the worst part, you know? It and, is. Because we don't even know how she passed. We just know that she passed. And you didn't and, have time to really take those moments that you could have had, which is such a bummer. Such a bummer. Oh, it's awful. And the, th the thing is, and this is the one thing that people and I talk about a lot, especially with clients and stuff, with what I do with my sessions with soul work, grandparents are the shadows. You know, grandparents are always those people who are the, 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 the people who kind of like the coaches that are in the background throughout most of your life. They're like the biggest cheerleaders you have. They are the ones who adore you even more than your parents because they don't have the parental responsibility your parents do. So it's like a different kind of bond, but right. they're still yours. And even now that I'm a grandmother, it's one of those things of like, I look at my granddaughter and I love her in a whole different way than I do with my kids. But at the same time, just as much as I love my kids and it's cool because she's like mine because she's my daughter's. If that makes any sense. Don't yeah. know how to explain it better than that. And losing Gia, Gia was probably one of the sweetest, funniest, hard asses I've ever met in my life. Oh, I love that. She didn't take any crap from anybody. She, she told it how it was. And she was like my husband's best friend next to his dad, you know, and he had lost his dad and Gia was like his next best. And like, I remember when I got to meet her, it was a big deal because it was like meeting a little celebrity because it was always about Gia. And, you know, even when Max and I got pregnant with Lucas, she was the first person we told. I love that. Cause I she was just so amazing. So she got to live a very long life. And what was cool about this is that whenever I would see her in the last three to four years, it was always Stacy. When am I going to die? I want to die. Like I'm ready. I've lived my life. I'm happy. I'm ready to go. Mm. And so I would feel so bad because I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't see death around you at all. And she passed away. And so I have a lot of mixed feelings because on one hand, I'm like, finally, she's at peace. She's right. good. She wanted. She wanted it. And then I see my husband and I see I'm watching him grieve and I'm watching my kids grieve. And I'm just like this sucks. And then the other thing that we don't talk a lot about is that after I've lost my mom and after I've gone through everything that I have, it's weird to grieve somebody else. Mm. And it's almost like I'm in shutdown mode. Like I haven't been able to process it. I don't know how else to explain it. Like I can't cry. I can't get sad. I'm just in that survival mode of like, this hasn't happened yet. So I'm in that place of, I got to take care of my boys. I've got to take care of my husband. I'm okay. Yeah. That that's so interesting. So do you, what do you think the reason for that is? Trauma. I mean, honestly, a lot of that stuff, when we can't reach our feelings 90% of the time, it's trauma. I think losing my mom messed me up. She wasn't supposed to die when she did. You know, mm -hmm. she wasn't, I, we, I never got to have hospice in the hospital. I was trying to get hospice involved and they just were not. And she literally went from being on the phone with me that afternoon to saying like, Hey, they want me to do dialysis to the next phone call. I'm dying. Like you need to come up here. My heart's go like, I have no heart rate. I'm dying to oh. she was gone within six, seven hours. 
And I didn't even get to stay at the hospital with her because of COVID. So I had to leave and then come back in the morning and she died within a half hour of me being in the room. So it's like, and even the doctor that was watching her didn't even know she was dying. When she was going through the last breaths, when they're breathing really fast, he thought she was suffocating. And so he put a mask on her and she fought to put the mask on. And that's when she died. Wow. So, I mean, you know, it's death is a very tricky thing. Grief is a very tricky thing. Um, There's a lot of clients that I talk to often that have this blockage when they don't feel their loved one. And they think that their loved one's not with them and because they don't feel it. And the thing is, is that's grief. Like grief is a thief. And I say it all the time, but it's true. You know, I can't get sad about the Gia situation because I'm broken from my mom and other things that have happened. So it's like, do you know what I mean? Grief is a thief. It messes you up in different ways. And it, I won't say messes up people, but it affects people in a different way, right? Every yes. person is affected by grief differently. Completely different. Is an interesting discussion to say, well, right, this time is affecting you like this, and next time might affect you in a totally different way. Totally different way. So and that's a the whole going thing. On. Yes. And if you've ever noticed that, like if you've lost your grandmother and then you may lose your other grandmother and then feel completely different about the two relationships. But like when I lost my mom, that was a whole different piece of grief than I felt when I've lost my closest people. So it's just, it's interesting how different people, different losses, different feelings, you know, I would love you guys, if there is any kind of grief coaches out there or grief counselors, I would love to pull them on our podcast to talk about this because I think it's something that doesn't get talked about enough is grief. And I don't think people talk about enough of the process of grief because I will talk to clients who have lost their spouses and they don't know when to move on. They don't know if six months is enough time to start dating again. They don't want to date, but they want to date. They don't know if it's like five years is too long when they don't have a desire to go date anybody else. And I'm, my whole thing is there's no such thing as time and you've got to do what feels right to you, not what society wants. Well, I think it's really important to note that everybody has a different thing that they're going through. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, I don't think we do a great job of discussing mental health as a whole in this country, but part of it is that nobody knows what is right and what is wrong. But the real root of the answer is there is no right and no wrong. It's different for everyone. And your grief for your lost loved one, you know, maybe your husband or wife or a child, which would be really unfortunate, or, you know, even a grandmother, everyone's grief spectrum is different. So there is no right or wrong, which is why it's even more important to be able to have someone to talk to. May it be a grief counselor or a therapist or a great friend that just listens. Those moments are so important to figure out what's right for you. You know, and grief isn't always the loss of someone, right? It could be the loss of a relationship, could be the loss of a dog or a cat or an animal. It could be the loss of so many things. Grief takes a relationship. I mean, that's the one thing that doesn't get talked enough about is that relationships are a lot like death. 
You know, that's one thing that we do not talk a lot about is that how much relationships, losing the ends of relationships is a lot like having a death, except it's even worse because that person's still walking around. Yeah, you can see that. Yeah, you can still run into them. You can still see them. You still get triggered by them. How do you focus and how do you deal with that? How do you do that? There's so many things happening. You know, yes. it's such a it's such a great moment, which leads us actually, Stacey, into our topic for today, which is our mailbag. So, you know, for the past couple of weeks, we've asked people to send in some questions or comments or thoughts, and we have one that we want to talk about today. I'm not going to uh, name the names, but we have a great Quack Pack listener that sent us a really awesome question. So, Stacey, I'm going to read this question to you. And, you know, it has so many parts and pieces to it. And I'm excited to hear kind of all the different parts of it. So here we go. So the question is, do you ever get nervous when you're giving relationship advice? Is there a moment for you that you're you're thinking, oh, my goodness, this this is, you know, bad news or it's great news or ah, I don't I don't know about this this business. How do you feel? Are you anxious? Are you nervous? Do you, do you get upset? Do you feel on the insides? How does it feel for you? Because, you know, on the flip side, when you are going through a session with Stacey, there are all of these things happening, right? If you've not been through a session, it just happens so quickly. There are all of the different things that come out of her mouth, right? It might be about a relationship. It might be about a dog. It might be about a dead person. It might be about your house, right? We've talked through all those things. Oh, I was going to say, it might be about your house. It could be about getting a new car. It just depends on what you need to hear at the time. It could be an animal. I remember one of the times she told me about dragonflies. And I was like, yes, about dragonflies. But there are all of these things that come out. So Cece, you know, the Quack Quack listener wants to know, how does it how does it make you feel? What what do you feel in, in these circumstances? I hate it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be flat out honest with you. My first thing whenever I get started in a session is you're always in charge of your own fate and your own destiny. I'm not God, nor do I ever try to be God. I am not always right. I'm not supposed to be. I, I I'm a human being that God uses. And so when I start with my sessions and I'm not feeling good about something, yes, I will tell them in a very gentle way. I always tell them it's their choice to do whatever the hell they want to do because it's their life. And one thing that I got from Spider-Man, great responsibility. You know, it's that whole thing of you have a great amount of responsibility towards people and with all that responsibility comes what how does it go the spider-man thing with the hold on i'm asking my husband because yeah with great power comes great responsibility and that's how that goes with this it's it's that it's i have to be very responsible it drives me crazy when other people think that they have powers and they randomly go up to people and they start messing with them and telling them things that they have no business saying. It drives me bananas. Um, and when they're wrong, but when I feel out relationships, like the, even if I don't think a relationship could work out, I could be wrong. You could choose to stay in that relationship. And I've had to go through that with myself. These people can choose what they want. I can tell them how it's going to end one way or another, but these people are, are in charge of their stuff. They're in charge of what decisions they make. 
people ask me, oh, can I get pregnant? Are you going to have sex? Well, are you going to marry? Am I going to marry this person? I don't know. You could break up with them tomorrow if you chose. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I think that's a really interesting way to think about it is, you know, rooting back down to the main question is how do you feel about, you know, delivering some of this news? And, you know, I think I hear that you feel anxious sometimes. Oh, absolutely feel anxious. But at other times I've had to go into my head about it and and look it into that place of this this is their life. Right. And great power comes responsibility and I've got to do what feels good to me and I've got to do what God wants me to do and tell them how this could end, what choices they make and what way that would end with their choices. But in all in all, it's their responsibility to take on their actions. You know, it's their responsibility to do what they want to do. And that's the part where I'm like, if you want to stay in your relationship, even if it's you're not happy in it, that's your choice. Does that make sense? Because there's yeah. a lot of times that I do get people who are in two different relationships where they're married, but they have their soulmate or twin flame that they're seeing on the side, but they don't want to end their marriage because of financials, of guilt, of kids, and those it's situations. And, oh, they'll couldn't be, what do I do? You got to do what feels right. Well, you know, I think that really brings it, that brings it back to, you know, you are using your gift to really help people hear things that maybe they don't want to hear or yes. need to hear. Right. Yes. Then on the flip side, that's not always good news. Correct. However, when you take, when you boil that down to the root of it is it's not Stacy saying, I'm going to tell these people that they should break up with their husband of 55 years because I want to, because I'm like, ha ha ha, here it comes. You're still feeling anxiousness. You're feeling sadness. You're feeling guilt. Oh, I hate saying Yes. But you know that these things are for the right reason. Correct. And And I feel better for it. Like if I have, if I know for a fact getting out of that relationship will be better in the long run, I will not hesitate to say it. I will be like, okay, this is how this goes. I know you love them, but you're not in love with them and you've got to make a decision. That's such an important moment because I think a lot of people don't understand that in general in life, right? Because you have been in this relationship, we'll just say those 50 people that have been married for 50 years, right? And they're there and they they feel love, they think, but they also feel complacent. They also feel happy with money. They also feel they have a house and a dog. They're and comfortable and they're living what society says that we should be living. Right. And there's a moment. Not, right. There's a moment where they need to do what's right for them. And I think Correct. that's the best part of this gift for me is that when people call you and, and have these great sessions, you are the outsider. You're the one saying, I know, I know what you're going to tell me, but you know, maybe take a harder look at it or maybe go away on a girl's trip and and come back and, and have some solid thoughts, right? Have some reflection, go take a journal. But this is what I'm seeing. And again, just like you said, if you don't want to make that change, you don't have to. This is ultimately your life. These are the things that you are living to do. But from my my point of view, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm feeling. From you- what I'm feeling, my perspective, right. And, you know, have I been wrong? Not yet. You know, maybe one day I'm holding out. Yeah, maybe one day. But when I feel something like that, with other, with either relationship working or not working, I haven't been wrong. You know, love is love is love is love is love. 
but sometimes ego overcomes that love. Sometimes people grow out of relationships. Some people grow away from each other. And that's not always a bad thing. You know, that relationship served its purpose for what it was for. And now it's time to move on. And sometimes we stay anyways, when we're not supposed to. That's such a great moment to really talk through is that, yeah, sometimes these relationships are only there for a time or a season. They're not there for an extended amount of time. Instead... Max sounds like a train going up a hill. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's coughing. Oh, baby. I know. Sweet little muffin. He's he's fine. He has a little he has a little cough. It's okay. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's time to go choo choo. Well, back to this moment, right? There are times yes. where you are in something for a time or a season. There's a reason for the season. So you have to go through and, and then evaluate your life. Is this time? Has has the time moved on? Is it time for something new? And those are hard decisions. Those are hard people decisions. are so scared of new. People are so scared of change, and I'm just as guilty for <laughs> all of that. And see, your dog wants to sound like explain. My dog is like a siren. Yeah, all the dogs in the pod today. Yeah, it's what they do. It's all right. Lucas already went in the bathroom and flushed the toilet as we're on. So if anybody heard that, that was a seven-year-old making sure that everybody got to hear the toilet. So yay. No. Um, <laughs> so that happened. But it's one of those things of change is scary. You know, not being in control scary. is scary. Yeah. But you've got to remember long-term happiness. You've got to remember to think outside the box. And you've got to remember to think about five years from now, three years from now, if you get those three years, what do you want from it? How do you want from it? I've been going, I literally just had this conversation with, I ran into my person uh, within an hour ago. I was with Max and my friend Dolly and we went for a drive and there's my person and we run into them and we start talking. And I literally said to him, I feel so out of control. I want to go do all this crazy stuff that I would normally not do. And he understood because of how rough everything has been because I have been turned down for my bariatric surgery because it's too dangerous. Um, major blow, massive blow to me. Huge. 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 However, Huge. just like everything else, when one door closes, something else is open. So we're going to keep that out. positivity. You're going to wait out. Something is going to happen. Yeah. And so with that blow has come into this place of like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And what's the point of it? And he picked up on that immediately. Like it wasn't, he didn't judge me for all the crazy thoughts I've been having and what all the crazy things I want to go do. He picked up immediately of why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. And he talked about it. Like I couldn't talk about it before he talked about it. And it was weird because he does for me what I do for people in sessions. That and is so great. it's crazy when he does stuff like that because I'm sitting here going, duh, duh, uh, uh, yeah, that right there. That's why. And it blows my mind that he does that for me. And so that again comes with the great power, great responsibility of why I take my sessions as serious as I do, because you guys, I tell Sean this all the time. My sessions are more intimate to me than sex. It's like sex to me is like shaking hands. I can do it with anybody. It doesn't matter. But my sessions to me are the most intimate things because I get to feel your souls. Like 
I am deep within your soul when I'm feeling and working. And yes, there's it sounds really intimidating, but it's beautiful. And yeah, there's a lot. You so, saw me in that restaurant. You've seen me in restaurants before. It was so good. We were in our own little room because I didn't have to work because right. I already These knew the people at the table and I got to be happy and I got to be normal and I got to sit between you and Max and I was a, and I got to see Will and I mean, and your mom and you know, everybody else, but it, to see Will was a whole nother thing because you know how connected I am to him and Will's Sean's brother, by the way. Yeah. For the, F- for the correct back. FYI, he's brother Will and we love him more than brother. you guys will ever know. He's, he's incredible. We need to drag him on here. Will, I know you're listening and <laughs> you know what I mean. And you're the only person who's not come on. So let's go. Buddy. I'm going to call. I'm serious. going to be like sending you have him his number. Podcast. You can, you can call him. Oh, call we've him. been texting. I'm not even kidding. I got you boy. I'm going to find you. Oh, we know. We know now. Now, you know, it's such a great, it, it's a great moment, you know, quack back. So before we, before we jump along, if you have a question or a comment, something that you want us to talk about. Send it in. Hit up the quack posse or Sean. Put it on my Instagram at Seanco15. Uh, and we'll we'll add some time to the next pod to answer your questions too. We do have a few other questions, so we're only going to answer one today, uh, but we are going to answer some other ones. So if you have more questions, shoot them over, and we will continue to add some mailbags here and there. I uh, was going to say I really want to add in some mailbag questions every session or every episode we have because I love hearing things. I want to know things, and I do not want questions like "Oh, hey, is my grandmother going to live to live ninety six? No, we want those really good questions. Yeah, like we have good ones that we can talk about here. Really if you want to talk about your grandmother, call Stacey up on your own. Quack, quack, uh, have make a session. Soulworkerstacyrene.com. But don't, yeah, no. I yeah, want to hear really right good questions. If you guys are going through spiritual awakenings, if you think you found your twin flame, if you want to know more about the afterlife, like those in-depth, really cool, life wondrous questions, I'm all the way down for it. Like, let's go. So... Yeah, all the way down for it. Well, you know, I think we were going to keep talking, but I think that just kind of naturally ended. So I think we should have. It did. Wasn't that strange? Yeah, yeah, it just worked itself out. We had another. We had another mailbag, but you think you know what, Stacey? Let's hold that off. We will do that one in the next episode. Fine, um, fair enough. And you know what? And I want to talk about what you got to do this week in the next episode too, because that is something very exciting. And I'm yeah. so excited that you got to experience it. So that'll be yeah, our we have a lot to, We still have a lot to cover. So we Stacey, do. Stacey, Renee, tell the quack pack where they're going to find you on social media. I love the fact that we have fixed this and I can't yeah. see my couch anymore, but it's fine. You guys can find me on my Instagram at soulworker Stacey Renee. And if you want to book a session, if you want to experience this crazy girl, or at least just hear what I have to say just for the shits and giggles of it all, hit me up, soulworkerstacyrene.com, hit book session. The soulful socials are only for parties. So if you want to book a party, I I will travel down to Naples, Orlando, and up to Gainesville. You should book and another party in Orlando. Then I don't have to drive there. That sounds legit. like a great trip. No, yeah, no, I'm already... At any time in I'm in Orlando, I have to make a side stop for you. So yeah, because you're not, never. I mean, I've already made peace with the fact that you're never coming to my house. It's okay. I can't wait to see your new house. I, I know. I'm gonna have a bedroom at Sean's because <laughs> part time. Really? Yeah, it'll be fine. So Sean, where can everybody can find you? Well, of course, you can find us together at the uh, Quack Pack Posse. Why don't totally <laughs> blank what it's called? <laughs> You can find us both together on the Quack Pack Posse. We'll be at my house. 
It's been a long time since we've done this. I forgot what it's called. I know, I love uh, you it. You can also find us on Facebook on the Stacey and Sean Good for the Soul Facebook page. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at seanco 15 S-E-A-N-C-O-1-5. Of course, we want your likes, your comments, uh, your reviews. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star re- uh, rating and an awesome review. We're going to read those. All and on Spotify, time. too. There's a lot of Android users that I'm finding you Spotify. Y'all, you can make your little things on there too, your reviews. Wow, you and I are rusty today. I know, it's okay. we're rusty, but you know what? We got this next time. I don't know. It's all know, gravy, baby. We got it, we got it. Anyway, uh, Quack Quack, thanks so much for being here. Soul Workers Ace Renee, as always, it's a pleasure. See we you love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.